You're listening to CSB Broadcast, your local connection to what's happening in your community and at Community State Bank. Well, good morning, everyone. Dave Moyer here with Community State Bank, and real happy to have uh, a couple of great guys with me today uh, from the Waterford FFA chapter. Uh, my good friend Brett Waldron and my good friend Justin Earhart. Known these guys for a long time. Know their families very well. I know they've been. Uh, they're, they're real involved in a lot of things, but we're here specifically today to talk about uh, the Waterford FFA and their tractor restoration project that they got going with uh, about a year ago now. Um, guys, whoever wants to start, tell us how, how this project came about and, uh, you know, starting with last year's project and, and uh, whose brainchild was this and tell us a little bit about the whole project. Uh, last year at an FFA meeting, Brett Waldron proposed the idea of restoring a tractor that was donated to the FFA chapter by Steve Waldron. And we got together as a group and decided that it'd be a pretty neat idea to do and to restore a tractor. And we all really liked working on tractors, so we thought it'd be fun to do it together. And we also thought it'd be a great fundraiser for the FFA and that we would learn an awful lot, which we did. And in the end, you did raise some funds and you did learn a lot. Tell us, uh, tell us, you know, start to finish uh, how, this, how this project kind of unfolded. Well, uh, it's, it started off with my dad and I were sitting at home living room one night and he told me, you know, because I've been thinking about, I've always wanted to restore a tractor, and I know when I was little he used to, and then he got his job at the county, and well, he hasn't done it. And he had this bee sitting in the shed that he bought with the intent to restore. And uh, he told me, he goes, you know, if you think you can do it with your chapter, go right ahead, you know, I'll donate it to you. It's a good, it's a good starter tractor because there's nothing on it besides two wires and some gears and well of course the two pistons but oh it was just an easy easy start and uh, we, we thought we could do something with it for the chapter and have some fun doing it and we did in the end so and you sure did I, I believe it or not I, I got a just a smidgen experience not a lot like you guys but I've restored a tractor to myself and I do know how much work is involved in that um, but then when, when you, you know, I guess my first question is, you had a lot of, a lot of hands involved in this, in this uh, project. I mean, I've stopped over a few times uh, to, to watch you last year, and again this year with your new project. And, uh, you know, there's a dozen or 15, 16 students there helping. How, how do you, uh, who delegates, who, who's, who, who's the straw boss, who says you're going to do this and you're going to do that, or how did you break all that down? Last year when we started, Brett was pretty much in charge because he knew what we had to do more than any of the rest of us did. So he kind of told us what to do, and then we had some help from the community with Mr. Bob Mosier and Mr. Dave Ball helped us take it apart and do all the tin work and all the motor work and without them the tractor wouldn't have got back together because we did some stuff wrong that we shouldn't have done and they knew the finer points of the tractors and the tin and everything and I mean, we delegated the work through who could do what with the skills that they had and 
who could learn quickly to do the skills that they didn't have so we could get the project done. When you say you tore it apart, you, you did tear this thing apart. I mean, uh, one of the first times they stopped in to see it, it was literally not distinguishable. I mean, it was laying on a couple of pallets, and someone that wouldn't have known would have had no idea that that was a John Deere B. So you guys really went all out and tore this thing down to nothing, right, and, and, then, and then built it back. How about, uh, I mean, when you get into it, uh, a lot of this is an old tractor, so it's hard. They don't make parts for a 1940 John Deere anymore. So, did you find uh, through it that you needed to get some different parts, and, and how did that all work, and where did you get that kind of stuff? Well, we needed uh, needed a lot of new parts, you know, for the whole thing. And Twinkles at Proven Power, he helped us find like the front rims and all the engine parts and all all the new parts that we needed. But we uh, got together as a group and decided, you know, didn't really have the money to go out and spend on all new parts for it. Um, so we went out to Jekyll's uh, junkyard out in Whitewater, and uh, they were pretty pretty surprised to see us. We went out there the first day we went out there. It was 25 degrees, I think, and snowing, and <laughs> loaded up the truck full of tools, and we started rummaging through the snow, digging up the tractors, and uh, it, it was a good time, but uh, Jekyll's cut us a good deal on parts, you know, that we found out there, and so did uh, Proven Power, so they helped us out a lot finding parts that we couldn't find online or anywhere, so. So you learned more than just, you know, how to how to tear a tractor apart and put it back together, but I mean, uh, you were, you had some uh, some financing you had to deal with. You had to uh, you had to, I'm sure you had some sort of a budget um, because this was a fundraiser. But you had to I'm assuming raise some funds to start with, even to be able to uh, to buy the parts and to and to to uh, buy the paint. I don't know if you if you had to do that or tell us about how that worked. Did you have a treasurer involved or uh, how did that work? We went out to Jekyll's and using our own money and then we got reimbursed through the school and we had some funds from the community state bank and other community members um, as well as our FFA funds that we had to work with but then we put all the funds together bought all the parts we needed and salvaged all the parts that we could and tried to sell them back to Jekyll's and we didn't really keep really good track of it so that's what we're working on this year is keeping better track and better records but it turned out in the end really well and we learned a lot about that so you know you talk about community people that, that helped and whatnot did you have some uh some expert you talk about bob moser and about dave ball i mean uh, what what was their involvement and, and how did they how did they assist you in, in through the whole process. I guess we yeah start with Bob. Um, I went over there one day. I'm over there a lot. I rent uh, rent ground from Bob Mosier, and I like sitting there talking in the shop with him. And he makes it sound like he could build a John Deere A or B or whatever. He makes it sound like he could build it in his sleep, you know, and start up the next morning. But uh, I I knew he knew what he was doing 
and uh, I asked him the one time when I was over there if, if he could please help us because we were in a in a pinch with those pallets full of parts and we, we didn't know where to go and uh, he came over <laughs> he kind of shook his head the first time <laughs> but uh, he got us got us where we needed to be he he knew what he was doing with the transmission and the engine and all the little stuff that needed to be put back together the right way and with the right parts and he had a to hone out the cylinders for the block. He had some tool that looked like he bought, you know, 40 years ago, but it uh, still did the job today. And it did it right, and it was it was scary when we got it, got the whole thing back together with him. You know, we couldn't really get it to turn over, but when it went, it went, and. That was we, a pretty exciting moment. I happened to be there when they when fired it up the first time. That was. That was kind of the, uh, uh, the culmination, right? When you finally thought, holy man, it actually worked. Yeah. That had to be a pretty neat feeling. The first time we fired it up, we had a two and a half gallon jug of gasoline <laughs> tied up to the ceiling by a piece of rope so we could feed gas into the cylinder. And that was what was feeding the cylinders. And there's no tires on it. It was sitting on the stand. And we hadn't heard it run for two or three months at least. So that was pretty exciting when it did start running because we had spent over 600 hours working on the tractor before 600 that. 600 hours, wow. Yeah. Man hours of awesome. between all of you. Mm -hmm. wow. it, it turned out awesome and I know a lot of uh, a lot of the community's seen the pictures and whatnot. What's, uh, what's this year's project? You're, you're gonna rip into this thing again, right? Well, this year we have a 196 or what is 63. It? Yeah, 1963 Oliver 770. Um, uh, that came to be with from Joe Manus Jr., uh, otherwise known as Cookie to the rest of the community. Mm -hmm. he, uh, I was surprised when we held a raffle here at Community State Bank. We drew his ticket, and uh, the guy who drew it looked at the card and he's like, Cookie? <laughs> And I'm like, hey, I know him. I got his number in my phone. And I called him, and he couldn't believe it. He thought I was messing with him, and he's happy. We dropped the dropped the B off by him, and then uh, I think it was it that afternoon we went out by uh, Gary Twist, and we were looking at some tractors out there because we wanted to, you know, we didn't know what to do with our spare time now, <laughs> and uh, oh, we we're just getting back to the pickup and. I got my phone ring, I looked down, it was Cookie again, and you could almost see him smile through the phone, you know, he's so happy, and he gave, uh, told us, you know, he has an Oliver 770 sitting in the back, that if we want it, it's ours, and uh, that really meant a lot, a lot to, at least, you know, me and all the guys, because that was, that was his dad's tractor, and they had that tractor for years, and you know, so it was a lot for him to give up, but you know, it really means a lot to us. You know that he was able to give that. that that's that's pretty cool. And for those, you know, for for, for us, for us uh, farm boys like the three of us are, um, you know, it, that it's just second nature that you know you you get kind of attached to, to pieces of equipment. And you know, I've still got my dad's, my grandpa's first tractor that he ever had, right? So you get pretty sentimental, but. Uh, to, to perhaps some folks may think, well, it's just a tractor, but I mean, this is a, 
this is this is uh, you're absolutely right. You get attached, and uh, Cookie was pretty sentimental towards that, and the fact that he gave it to you guys was uh, was a was a pretty neat uh, testament to to what you guys are doing and how important he thinks this project is as well. So, how far along are we on 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 the Oliver project? We're about at the where if you walked in, it's sitting on a a flat rack wagon in our shop. And it kind of looks like all the pallets of parts did, except it's on a wagon. Okay. And you can't tell it it's a tractor. We have a, the rear end sitting on a pallet, completely torn apart. And all it is is just the back casting because all the gears are out of it. And it's... We're at the point where we can't take it apart anymore, so we have to start building it back together. We can't go anywhere else. So we're starting to get parts and find out what we need and where we got to go to get parts and we're getting a lot of help from some Oliver guys that know everything there is to know about Olivers and how they work and what makes them tick so and you guys you do this I mean obviously you're not doing this during school hours you're doing this on your own time right what weekends and nights and whatnot or we've been meeting most Tuesday and Friday nights and that's We've got over three, we have over 150 hours in already between about six guys. And that was, we've met a lot of nights for a lot of hours. The first time we met, it was a eight, 10 hour day of just taking apart the tractor. So we're really getting after it this year and getting it torn apart. So. And what's the what's the timeline? Uh, when, when do you anticipate having it done? And then, I mean, do you are you looking towards another raffle uh, raffle like you did last year? It's that's what we're shooting for. We wanna wanna raffle this off. We wanna keep doing it as a fundraiser because we're doing it through the FFA. You know, for the kids that don't know anything about farms or tractors or anything like that. And we started off not knowing too much about mechanics and that's why we're doing it is you know to learn but we want to want to have it done by the dairy breakfast or breakfast on the farm this year and you know at least show it off there even if we're not selling tickets you know say hey you know we're back <laughs> we did it again i was up over again as i said to uh to justin to your to your shop there a couple of weeks ago or a month ago or whatever when we were first first starting it and was really impressed again with the amount of uh, amount of people that you had involved, but the fact that you had support from uh, from your principal, uh, Mr. Foster, was there, and boy, that I had a chance to chat with him, and it's a real apparent that he's uh, he's behind you 100 percent on this thing. Is that, that I'm assuming that's true? Yeah, Mr. Foster really is probably one of our biggest supporters of this from the school. He really believes in what we're doing and thinks that we're probably that we're getting a good education doing it because he was astounded by how far in depth we went when he came over to see the tractor and he was also very surprised at the work ethic that was being shown I mean he was kind of expecting to come in and see a bunch of us sitting around talking Friday night in a farm shop then he came in and there's I think there's eight kids there that night and each one of them was doing their own job working hard 
and he was shocked by that and that was he told us later he thought that was probably the neatest thing he's seen in a long time that's so. pretty neat that's pretty neat because he deals with a lot of a lot of facets of, of, of high school uh, you know students in high school and I dare say that uh, you know your group is is uh, <laughs> you deserve to be shown off because it's a it's a pretty cool thing so FFA as we all know means future farmers of America are you both of you guys future farmers of America tell us a little bit about uh, your background and, and, and what you think you might want to be doing when you uh, you know after school well, the uh, National FFA organization, um, we went ahead and um, the name FFA, now it just stands for FFA. They kind of took out the Future Farmers of America because only, I'd say only, what is it, about 30% of the members go into the actual farm labor. Um, but I, uh, I know that's what I want to do someday you know if I can even if it's only part-time but you know it's uh, it's in my blood it's in my family history it's you know means the world to me. How about you Justin? I had grown up on a farm all my life and it's the only thing that I really have ever been very passionate about doing and it's the only thing I really want to do and it's one of the most rewarding challenging and frustrating things that I've ever done, but it's also taught me more than anything else has in my life. So that's, I want to be a farmer, or I would like to continue farming. So. And you guys are both, uh, what are you, senior? Brett, you're a senior in high school, and Justin, you're a junior. I'm a sophomore. sophomore. Yeah. And uh, talk about any plans after high school, before you both come back to the farm? What do you, what do you, what do you think you want to be doing? Well, uh, I just got the phone call. They're going to be sending me my letter. I got accepted into Southwest Tech College. It's out in Fenimore, Wisconsin, and I'm enrolled for the uh, farm and business management class out there. Good um, for you. Congratulations. That's thank awesome. Thank you. And Justin, you got a few years yet, but uh, what are your thoughts? I'm not really sure yet. Uh -huh. So, exploring my options. Fair enough. That's fair enough. Well, I tell you guys, it is, as I've said to you the, the past year, uh, we uh, at Community State Bank have just been thrilled to, that you've allowed us to, uh, to get involved with this project and to, uh, uh, to support you. And uh, we certainly are going to continue to do that because this is, uh, I mean, the name of our bank is Community. And if this doesn't, if this isn't the uh, definition of, of community, uh, you know, I don't know what is. This is just one of the coolest projects that, that we've ever seen, and um, we're happy to be involved with it, and uh, we're really proud of the two of you and of your whole group, and uh, certainly wish, wish, you, wish you well this year, and um, with that, Oliver, and we're looking forward to seeing it at the fair. Yeah, well, we can't thank you guys enough for all your help and everything you've done for us last year. You helped us print the tickets and cards and, you know, gave us a little donation, and that, uh, that, that all helped, you know. And we look forward to continuing to work with you guys. I can't thank you enough. So. You bet. And we can't thank Mr. Wall enough either, Mr. Greg Wall, for helping us design and market, our, market ourselves online and 
he designed our tickets for us and he designed business cards so we handed out to say thank you to people and and you have helped us a lot with budgeting and the finance of it and helping get our our message out and what we're doing out so we can't thank you guys enough well it's a great message and we wouldn't do it if we didn't feel uh we didn't feel so strongly about it so thanks guys appreciate you coming in and uh it's been great talking to you thank you dave thank you thanks for listening to csb broadcast your local connection to what's happening in your community and at community state bank to learn more about community state bank please visit us online at communitystatebank.net